Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest to the queens hello ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i'm as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hi alex hi guys um how's it going uh big week big week big week indeed um i hope everybody enjoyed the joshi festivities of the week because obviously it was one of the biggest shows of all time and it was a really good show so we're going to talk about all, all that and uh, a little bit more. But first, I want to give a little shout out to DPW, uh, my, my boys at D- Deadlock. Uh, I've been talking about, not talking, but I've been like thinking like, holy shit, they're trying to run a Japan show for like a long time because, you know, and they actually did it. So shout out to them. Those are those are good brothers and I'm happy for them. They ran last night and it seemed like a, a success and they're running again tomorrow. So yeah, shout out to them. Good for them. Love them. I don't know. That's that's good stuff. The uh, deadlock out of move stuff. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's uh. I mean, they're getting some good matches out of it too. I mean, Emi Sakura, Miyuka Takase is happening, and that's just that's just a good ass match. <laughs> like just straight up. Takase getting to do anything is always pleasant. Let's be this fair. is true. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a lot that's happened in Stardom. Um, like. Normally we would just review the big show, but in the what forty-eight hours since this show happened, there's been mountains of news. So um, yeah, let's just get into the news. The first thing, the most important thing, uh, Suzu Suzuki announced her departure from Prominence the other day. Um, that I mean, that's that's a seismic shift. Like uh, you know, you would imagine she's going to sign with Stardom before long. Yeah, I mean, like it looks like she might already because like she's on every golden week show except for the big one that was announced before she she you know like said Mm -hmm. she was gone from prominence um yeah i mean dude i and i don't know how to personally feel a lot about this because obviously we do a start on podcast and obviously suzuki's great and obviously i'm happy that she's going to be around more however this means Kurumi's gone, realistically. Uh, looking at the match cards going forward, uh, Suzu is just straight up not prominence anymore, and there's no reason for her to bring her along prominence anymore. So Kurumi's gone, and she was like top five MVPs of this year for the company. <laughs> uh, so that's a shame. And also, Suzu doing death matches is, um, she says she's going to keep doing them, but it's very unlikely that she does them uh, more than like once or twice a year at most, uh, if they let her do that. So as a Deathmatch fan and as a Kurumi fan, this kind of sucks. But as a Suzu fan, as a Suzu and Stardom fan specifically, this is great. So there's there's definitely, you know, mixed feelings for me. I know you're a bit more like, this is awesome. I don't care. Fuck you. But I, I, I'm i a little bit like, man, you know, because she had some great, she had some great matches in, she had some great death matches um, over the past year. But, you know, she will be missed from that scene. 
I mean, the deathmatch with Risa Sarah was cool, but like her losing to deathmatch dudes because they were like, "No, I'm not doing a job for a young one," is is whatever to me. Like that's that's just stupid. So I, I kind of I got over it pretty quickly. To be fair, um, that's kind of the point of a ten match series <laughs> is yeah. to lose all of them. Yeah, but she's like been a world champion in Joshi. She's like main evented bigger arenas than f- these freedoms dude will ever wrestle in. Like. She's a bigger star than almost the entire Freedoms roster. There is no reason she should be losing to them other than them going, yeah, I'm not losing to the girl. Like, that, and that's it. And that's just stupid. So, yeah, her her getting away from jobbing every month and uh, phoning it in kind of in wave is, is for the best, really, because, I mean, what has she done outside of stardom over the past 12 months other than the one dash match, which was very cool, um, and also catch the wave. But other than that, she it's like... It's whatever. For a day. Yeah, because the actual her, her, champion blew her knees out. So I'm hoping she comes back soon. Um, no, her her match with with um, Harada was really good. Um, her match with Drew wasn't that good. Her her tag match. She she had some really good death. You just don't like the style. I mean, she bled so heavily one time at a prominent show. This is like late last year. Um, that got very concerning. And I like when it's just enough to be concerned, but not enough to like, you know, be uncomfortable. It's great. It's a great time. Um, and yeah, I, I just think I'm going to miss that a lot because as we saw this past weekend, um, stardom is afraid to give blood where they've already given blood. So I don't, <laughs> I don't see, uh, I think somebody said that, oh, well, Risa Sarah just decided in Ice Ribbon that she wanted to do death matches. So they had him. So Ice Ribbon did death matches for a bit. Starm ain't gonna do that because Starm are kind of pussies. So that's a shame. But you know, it is what it is. I'm excited to see her around more, uh, even if it means no more death. Yes, yeah. I mean sky's the limit now for her. Um, like as soon as she puts that pen to paper with stardom, um, it's it's over for everybody. <laughs> like I don't I don't know what they're gonna do with her. I mean she could join DDM or something like that. She could get her own faction. All I know is she's going to be pushed as a big, big deal in stardom. You know, part of me, with the way that the the Golden Week stuff is shaking out, part of me thinks they might dismantle the uh, structured faction system to some degree. Um, I mean, if there was ever time for a draft, <laughs> like, yes, then that would be true. a great time. In fact, every faction I think that would be so leg. interesting. I, like, I think, every I think faction needs a shakeup, right without doubt. Like, just do the do the damn draft. But uh, and yeah. I mean, like, you don't even have to like do like major moves if you don't want, because everybody has a top three. You know, what I mean, like, except for DDM doesn't have that structured top three, but everybody else does. So it's like if you want the same top three in every group, and then just shuffle it up. Other, otherwise that would make a lot of sense um somebody would obviously grab suzu and like people like that but yeah i mean i would love a draft but i feel like they need to do something about the factions because it's feeling a bit disjointed nowadays and they either need to structure them up or you know dismantle them uh, not entirely like they could still have factions like factions are cool but they probably could make like a unaffiliated army type thing just for the Suzus and the Maceras type yeah. thing. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Um, but I don't I don't really know what they're gonna do there. Um Suzu Suzu could get a gr- her own group if she has already signed, but I, I don't really know the direction there. I feel like Suzu to DD but then again, now coming in and being <laughs> 
Well, like, I, I, I don't feel know like she'll happened. land in Cosmic Angels if she joins at all. Yes. She might just be a new blood thing. Um, but I don't really know. Um, but yeah, I mean, Suzu's signing is huge. Like, that's one of the biggest, that's one of the things we, they've been waiting on. Like, ever since she showed up, it was like, okay, when is she, when is she joining? Because, uh, like, it, it was kind of obvious that the appeal of, of prominence would wear off eventually. Um, and it took about a year for it to, to, to wear off. But, um, the other bit Man. of news then is that Stardom has announced all of the cards for the Golden Week shows. Um, there's not like a lot here to to kind of show what's coming next. There is a few interesting bits, like you said. Suzu is on every show. Um, May Sarah is on every show. So you know, you you'd imagine they're kind of locked in to some degree. Uh, Siori Anu. She's working like at the big ones and then not the rest. So her status is still kind of part-time-ish with stardom. Um, and I mean, there's there's nothing else really to dig into from from these shows. Momokogo isn't on them. She she like fainted or something um, during the match, during the pre-show. The other... uh, yeah, she people thought that she got injured from the hangover, but I think people were saying that there was like like more going on with her uh, physical condition. So, yeah. I'm not sure. Somebody said that she has some type of uh, like illness that would, you know, cause for a fainting incident type of thing. But yeah, she, she had to leave and has not been seen since that show, unfortunately. And like, Stars did like a, a live stream yesterday. Uh, there was a press conference yesterday. Like, yeah, she's completely off the shows for a while. So yeah, so she gets um, yeah, I think Rossi said today that she was okay. I think he was uh, he mentioned it in a tweet that he'd heard yeah. from her and she was fine. Um, one thing I guess to note is that um, Suzu, May, and Yuna have been paired up for one of these matches uh, on one of these shows. And I mean, Yuna, Yuna Mizumori has been like around for ages now, and it's just kind of attaching to whoever. Um, so yeah, she's one of those like wrestlers who's just in the boat of I have nothing concrete to do, so I I am here. Um, and yeah, they have a few of those people right now, which we're not really used to because for the last while it was just everybody was in a faction and that was it. Um, yep. and you have like five people floating around who are just aimless and, uh, it's, it's very jarring. Yeah, totally. Um, which, and it's kind of interesting how structured Starum has been because I feel like most companies aren't, you know, I mean, like Starum turned their Sekigun into a insular faction mm -hmm. that doesn't happen. That's not like that's the entire antithesis of what a second goon is supposed to be, <laughs> and you know stars is stars, but stars is great. So it, like I said, it would be interesting if they kind of got that you know main army quote quote unquote type of thing uh, for these wrestlers. But also they are all outsiders, right? So there can yeah. also be a kind of playoff of that if they want. But yeah, yeah, I mean Although if they don't like do that, we've had like four outsider groups at this point. I don't. Uh... Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you need more. But it it seems like outsiders are taking a smaller role now. That prominence yes. is gone. Uh, Colors is not really around anymore. Um, you is probably gone, unfortunately. Uh, it, it feels like anybody who's in the company is like at least seventy five percent in the door, right? Compared yeah. to like you was just around because she wanted to be around sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and then uh, like Seorianu, who is you know eventually going to join. Like she's, she's what wrestling them, Oz, and Sendai mostly. Like those are the yeah. three places that she primarily. And Sendai and Oz don't run enough for it to be like, oh, she has conflicts every week. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. like she 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 wouldn't lose out if she stopped working them and did more stardom. Um, and I I know she's on some posters for Sendai, is it for some of their yeah, big shows? Yeah, Sendai is but is July. The the smaller Joshi companies, like their posters are very unreliable. Like Yoshiko was on posters up until December, and she hasn't wrestled in <laughs> a year and a bit. So, um, I think it's a lot of the time they just get them made, and then that's it. They're kind of stuck with it. Um, so I mean, I wouldn't take the poster as kind of law but yeah maybe she she won't be full time for a little bit but uh they'll have to wait and see on that uh the other bit of news is that they've announced the card for new blood 8 um this is on may 12th and this is the first show since the 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 pay-per-view which kind of ended a lot of the last arcs from the from the new blood brand uh the opener is wakasuyama new blood show yeah, it, it's a real like reset for these because we had said for like they need to find an identity for these. Um, it seems like they maybe have one again, um, but maybe not. Um, but the opener, anyway, is Wakasgama versus Aya Sakura. Oh no, that is not good. That's the only. That's the only bad match. Like genuinely, like I don't want to watch this match on the show. Yeah, yeah, like that's uh, that is rough because Aya match. Aya is not is not her yet. But you know what? Maybe maybe Waka is a lot better than we think, and she can she can carry it. Um, <laughs> we get straight into the interesting stuff, though. We have Hanan and Hina versus Tomoka and Azusa Inaba. So um, if you haven't been uh, blessed to, enough to watch Azusa Inaba, she is literally a Tomoka regen. Like same entrance, same like you know karate display thing before the matches, same type of offense, same moves literally a regen of tomoka um but obviously they look very similar got, too she they do they do um but she's she's only had like four or five matches so she isn't she's also 14 or 15 yeah think. she's very young um so she's like she's she's like tomoka but obviously not the finished product whereas tomoka inaba is a great wrestler um and hanan and hina are also you know judokas who are sisters um and hanan yeah, this, is, is pretty this press conference was hilarious they did, they did a de- demonstration on Hanan's it. ribs. They they yeah. were like, "Let's show off our karate." And Dude, Hanan's it. like, "Yo, yo, you want to go? You want to go, Tomoka?" And Tomoka's like, "Yeah, I'll go." And then they like start like kind of like grappling around. Tomoka tries to kick her, and it's like stalemate. And then her sister just comes in and punches her in the fucking gut. <laughs> or no, she fucking knees her in the gut. And then they just like punch her. I was like, she got jumped. Homegirl got jumped by the karate sisters. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I, I, this was like a match that when we heard Azusa was debuting, um, we were like, this is a match that we need to see, like, yeah. immediately, was the, the Minamis versus the Inabas, and they're doing it already, and, you know, five years from now, if all of them are still wrestling, they're gonna do it again, and it's gonna be killer again, like, man, this is a match I'm excited for, even if it's not great, it's a match that's like, this is, this is something that you gotta pay attention to. Cause yeah, well, Hanan and Tomoka are always level, like excellent. So well, yes, obviously. I mean, they had one of Hanan's best matches mm-hmm. in Cork, and, and it was a draw, and that's kind of hard to do. Um, so yeah, if, if Azusa gets to anywhere near the level of Tomoka, then like this is like a big match that you should be paying attention to. Definitely. Um, the next match on the, end of the show is Mai Sakurai and Chanyota versus Suzu Suzuki and May Sarah. So no big ind- indication that these two women are signed. Then they are working New Blood with the porn <laughs> lady. Uh, Chanyota, based Chanyota, Chanyota, is back. We love Chanyota. Yeah. Uh, strong woman. Uh, very, she's very in the, strong She's woman. in the Rumble. 
she was. And I'm really excited to talk about her and Waka's stuff because it was really okay. funny. That's great. Um, so I imagine this is uh, like scrimmaging for position in the tag, the new blood tag scene, because obviously my Sakura and Chanyota are pretty much one of the established tag teams of this brand. Um, yeah. And maybe Suzu and, and Sarah will challenge Kid and um, Karma down the line, because that seems like a pretty obvious match to do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's that's a nice match. It's, it's good to see the tag division has kind of taken shape there on that brand. And um, it's just, it's cool to see Chanyota, because, I mean, Chanyota is like, she's got everything. You know, she's another one of those where if she ever wanted to sign, there's clear upside with her. Yeah. Um, I will say, I'm looking at this card, I think a match that they might have wanted to do but didn't do because of Momokogo's injury is uh, Momokogo and Ida against, like, Mirai and Nanami or something like that. Mm. So I felt like Momokogo was really about to maybe not get a push in New Blood, but the the framing of her and Kid seemed like she is beefing, like she is like going to be do, doing something in New Blood, right? That's true. Um, same yeah. with Mariah. Mariah is also not on this, um, and she could have been. So yeah, I mean, I think that there is probably stuff left off this card because there are a couple of notable admissions, but this is a pretty loaded card altogether. And Suzuki and Mesa feel like they're too big for the new blood belts, but then again, Starlight Kid is a new blood champion, so you know. Yeah, I mean, they wouldn't win them, but a challenge would would definitely make sense. And Amisore is the tag team champion. This is yeah. What the fuck are they doing? Man? <laughs> I wish I knew. Um, yeah, the next match then is a passion injection match. It's Nanai Takahashi versus Roka, and that's a pretty cool one. They've been feuding. That's one you've been waiting for. Yeah, they've been feuding over the fridge bomb, uh, refrigerator bomb, as, as one of them calls it. Um, and yeah, they, these passion injection matches, they're they're a nice addition to New Blood, I think. You know, Nanai uh, does well at letting the wrestlers showcase themselves, and I think Roka could be the best the one. Most of it. Yeah. There's like heat behind it. Yeah, possibly. Um, then we have a uh, Miyu Amasaki uh, five-match Supernova series, match number four. Uh, it's Miyu Amasaki. She's only had four of these motherfuckers. <laughs> I know, right? It's been going on since she debuted as well. <laughs> like, just, yeah. Um, but yeah, she's against Momo Watanabe. Um, they've been beefing a little bit on the house shows. I know Miyu Amasaki swore and was like, "Hey, I'm not a, mm-hmm. I'm not a fucking rookie, and I'm gonna beat you." And Momo was like, "Ah, that's cute. I'm gonna kick the shit." There out was of you. there was one post match promo of uh, Miyu Amasaki pulling a Hikari Noah and getting really up in the camera's face <laughs> and like really invading personal space and being like, "Hey, Momo, I'll beat your ass." <laughs> and I was like, "That's that's that's it. That's that's what I need out of you, Kevin. I respect it. Yeah. I respect it." Gangster Miyu. Is, uh, is the way to go. Um, yeah. Then we have uh, the semi-main event. It's a Future of Stardom Championship match. Amisori defends against Rina. Um, I mean, Rina felt like somebody who could who could beat Ami at one point, but I don't know if they're going to do that now that she's tag champ. Um, and then the main event Rina is... Rina should beat Ami. <laughs> she should. She's better. Um, and then the main event is the New Blood Tag Championship match. Starlight Kid and that's Karma. That's not the main event. Is it not? It's another match? Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Um it's... Yeah. So Starlight Kid and Karma defend against Lady C and Hanako. Um, so that's that's a fun one. Hanako is pretty great. And uh, the the presser on this one was also very funny. Yeah. Because Lady C and Hanako were just like, "Oh, you're fucking short, bro," <laughs> and your partner's not here to save you. So they just pick Kid up and just like drag her, away. like just like literally lift her above their heads and just drag her away. She's like, "What the fuck is that? Save me!" It's great. That's incredible. Great. Loved it. That I like, like this kind of thing. Any anything that I like, if like, because obviously before I, we didn't haven't gotten to it yet, but the the show was really great. But most of my wrestlers lost, right? Mo- like mm-hmm. most of the people who won, I didn't really like. So any like, oh man, my favorite wrestlers 
loss. That sucks. Any of that uh, completely got done away with on this new blood presser because all of my least favorite wrestlers just got made to look like fools, and it's great. Yes. Except for Hana. Poor Hana. She made. She got. Look. She got. She looks bad, but you know, she'll survive. Yes. Uh, the actual main event then is Tam Nakano versus. Well, they're branding this as this. It's Tam Nakano versus Tam Nakano, <laughs> but. The other Tam Nakano is now Shikawa, formerly of, yes. of uh, Ice Ribbon. I'm glad they're getting it out of the way because it's pretty unavoidable. A, like, these are literally good the same bit. woman. Like, they have it's the a good same, bit. Like, they, 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 there are points. Like, I've, I've been following Joshi for a long time. I know how to tell people apart, but there have been points where I've seen now Ishikawa and been like, what is Tam doing? No, yeah, I, I saw a gif of her throwing a German suplex. And I was like, how is that like just from the back right like mm-hmm. I, I didn't see your face or anything i was like how is that not tam yeah <laughs> like i was very confused i was like that looks like her like 2017 gear like yes, that is like her style scheme. of german like that's like like i'm just like this is just this is weird the hair like it it was very confusing um and i saw that after this press conference i saw that gif and i was still like which one is that <laughs> But yeah. Like when they're next they to each other, like... when they're next to each other, you can obviously tell the difference. But if you are only looking at one, it is very easy to go, "Oh, that's that's the other one." But um, yeah, it's yeah. it's very fun that they're playing into it. Um, I will say this: this feud has forced Tam's hand and made her buy Twitter blue. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> she currently bought she bought Twitter blue, and now she's like, "Hey, this this motherfucker's in Tim in in." Impersonating me, uh, get rid of her. And then now Ishikawa said, "This motherfucker's impersonating me. Get rid of her." <laughs> and they're like, they're, "It's it's great. It's great. I love this." Uh, yeah, now Ishikawa just did the most exaggerated Tam face imaginable, mm-hmm. and I got a hit tweet out of it. Uh, Forty-two whole likes for me wow. saying, "This this random chick shows up to your house after the biggest win of your career and says, this is how dumb you look. Remember that.'" <laughs> Because, like, like, it's one thing, because the videos, you guys need to see this part of the presser. I've been saying this presser's great, because it has been great, but you guys see this part of the presser specifically, because all of the clips are so good, and Tam's, at one point, Tam was like, okay, if you're Tam Nakano, what, like, show show me what being Tam Nakano is like. And Ishikawa, like, does the Tam introduction, and then does, like, the cute stuff, and Tam's like, oh, she's being cute. And then she starts having a seizure. And... <laughs> And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, she's just, oh my god, it's I can't even describe it. I legit was crying, laughing, watching this last night, uh, because she was just, she just got Tam, man. She's got Tam good. She and, did. and the the story is that it's like, wait, you're Tam's, you're you're Julia's friend, aren't you? <laughs> she said you to do this, didn't she? <laughs> and I was, oh my god, I love this. I, the better Tam will prevail. I hope. Of course. Uh, yeah, so I'm pretty sure the verbiage Tom used was "you're an assassin sent by Julia," um, and I mean I would buy it. So, yeah, that's that's the most fun New Blood has ever been, and that's that's a great show. Um, but I think that's all the news from the last week of Stardom. I don't think I've missed anything. Um, I, I mean, I guess no, Sar- just Sari, like they... Sari randomly being like, "Oh, I don't want the IWGP Women's Belt anymore." <laughs> she. Oh, did she say that? Yeah, she said it today because she announced the Sariism card. Um, mm. and so after her in her like return presser being like, "Oh yeah, I want that IWGP Women's Belt," she has now said, "No, I don't want it." So, uh, all she wanted was a Mercedes match, I guess. She she just doesn't want that Mayu. <laughs> She's not losing to Mayu. 
Uh, she got a case of the job light as the first time, and now she's just like, nah, dog, I, I don't want to do that. That's, that's crazy. That's really that is funny. Incredible. Movie, yeah. it, is, it is very funny, honestly. Like, her just immediately backing out once Mayu won, it was like, no, nah, I'm not, I don't want to lose to you. I'm not, I'm not doing that. So, incredible. Um, but yeah, that is, that is that. And I guess that's, we should get onto the review. So. Yeah. The only show to review. April 23rd, 2023, All-Star Grand Queendom 2023, powered by Soft Lab Bank, no, Soft Bank NFT Lab. You're a little bit late to the NFTs, lads, but I, I give it a thumbs up for the attempt. Um, this, show, <laughs> this show did 5,539 fans in the Yokohama Arena. Uh, this makes I'll it, talk about the NFTs in a minute. Yes, that's fair. Um, so 5,539 makes it the highest attended stardom show ever. Uh, they can finally stop pretending that the Yuzuki Aikawa show uh, was their best show ever. Uh, I'm obviously not counting uh, Historic Crossover because that was like a co-promoted thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is their biggest, highest attended show ever. Beats out the Yuzuki Aikawa retirement show from 2013, which uh, in massive air quotes, allegedly did 5,500 people. But if you look at any photos of it, uh, uh, there are not 5,500 people there. I don't even know if 5,500 yes, people similar, knew the show was happening. Like <laughs> a similar thing happened with the with the old uh, with the last Yokohama Rita show for all women that AJW show that I was talking mm-hmm. about. You know how last week we were like, how the fuck did they get 9,000 people in that bitch in 2003? That doesn't make any sense. It, it's because it they didn't <laughs> like they, they just straight up didn't. Um, I think I, I was talking to Passion. He's like, I'm pretty sure I've seen that match, and there was like. <laughs> there, there was like a thousand people there tops man <laughs> it was incredible ajw lying about attendance was the funniest thing so we're like yeah we had like forty eight thousand at the tokyo dome and it's like you, you, no you didn't <laughs> no you fucking didn't <laughs> don't lie um so yeah the, the, we love we love joshi companies lying um but yeah 5500 is a massive massive success i don't think uh i feel like if you have any other take on this, you are simply stupid. Like, I don't know what you want from this company. Because they, it seems like they only set up for about six, right? Because the stage takes off a big chunk of the seats. It was a big-ass stage. It was. And then all the rest of the seats were basically full. Like, they almost filled and sold out this show. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's great, no matter how you try and slice it. Yeah, um, it's a good number. Uh, it's... It... It's an interesting number, right? Because it, it it felt bigger. Like it felt like there was more people there. Mm-hmm. Like it felt like there was around like six thousand. But it was it was five fifty five, and that's you know, you can't really tell that much of a difference between fifty five and six thousand type of thing. But it, it was a great show, um, and the attendance was really good. Uh, one of the better pay per view like crowds, I would say, because um, they are pretty hit and miss with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Sometimes they kind of just are, they kind of just sit on their, sit on their hands, and you know that's okay if you don't like the show, you don't like the show. But this, this crowd was really good. It was like an Oda Ward type of style of crowd, which I will always say is the best crowd in Joshi wrestling history. Um, and yeah, it, it was, it was a really good show and deserving of the attendance. Yeah, and I mean it's it's one of the highest attended shows of the year so far. It's uh, I think it's the sixth highest attended all year, which is incredible. I mean it beats out uh, like the, a lot of big shows. Um, so, I mean, I feel like Stardom has pretty much essentially staked their claim as one of the top promotions with this one, because uh, 
like listen man dragon gate you can't you can't pretend you're number two anymore this is it's over like it's over fam stardom is number two that was, that was such a that was such a really funny uh <laughs> like not not even funny but it's just like it's just like yeah we we might be an indie but trust me we 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 better we better and it's yeah. like okay like nobody really cared you know what i mean like everybody's like yeah that, okay you know what you guys get a lot of attention attention especially uh in kobe you know and and other places that aren't just tokyo so i respect that but after a while it was like i don't know if you could keep i don't know if you can keep saying that buddy yeah <laughs> Kind of gets old after a while, but um, yeah, big statement of intent from Stardom there with the the fifty five hundred. Um, probably won't get anything close to that number for a little while, but you know that's okay. It's 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 fine. Um, they want to run this every year. That's a piece of news we didn't talk about. Yeah, they want to run an all star show every year. Yeah, uh, in a Yokohama Arena type of venue. The way the the um Bushi Road guy made it seem was they want this to be their Wrestle Kingdom. Um, which I guess makes sense because they have. Con- consistently run big shows around this time of the year, you know, like the first All Star uh, Cinderella show when they did My Own Yoshiko. That was in in March or April, um, and obviously last year you had Stardom World Climax. So they are already kind of establishing the big spring show as a as a major one. So, I mean, if you want to build around that as your big one, go go for it. Be my guest, because um, I I actually feel like having your big show in December and then another one in April make stuff really interesting because like you had here you can crown a champion in december off the gp and then they can lose it in april on another big show and like you you throw in a whole nother level of unpredictability there so i i would i would be all for that yeah you know i think this show for all of its uh faults in the winners <laughs> that's, that's just a me thing you know whatever um I don't know what's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And that's rare for this company. Because uh, usually, even if we're wrong, there's a certain idea of where they're going at all times. You know, even if it's like a slightly wrong idea or, oh, this changes this and so it's not what we thought. There's always this like vague idea of like, okay, this is the direction we're going in. And right now, I don't know because this is a big show now and now you could pretty much lose belts at any time, right? Mm-hmm. The top two belts. That wasn't the case for like a while. Um, I think it's since 2019, uh, there hasn't been like a championship decision that wasn't at the end of the year post GP, right? Yeah, that's a long time. Uh, or no, it was yeah, it was it was since uh, it was since Tam won the white belt, but the red belt has been the consistency from 2019. So this show does put a lot more into like question because yeah, you could just drop it in April. Um, that means you have to make the most of your defenses in the first couple months of the year. And that's really interesting. And now, you know, we have a couple months until the GP starts and maybe somebody drops it fucking before the GP. And then the GP is a big thing. And then you have a fucking GP winner and it's just, it's a lot more fluid and I kind of like it. I agree with you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really good because uh, like for a while, like everybody noticed that it was every champion holds it for a year and loses a dream queendom. Like people had very much copped onto that. Um, and here they just said, nope throwing that out the window so uh yeah that's always fun just, predictability is good sometimes we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about the stats later on but i the one i texted you which is insane about julia's reign yeah. uh, we'll talk about that and all that later but yeah i mean they they definitely divert expectations 
um, sub- subverted, subverted expectations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get into the show. Uh, the opening mm-hmm. match of the pre-show was Mai Sakurai winning the Yokohama Rumble and getting to do her uh, her I am better than thou shtick, which uh, people are still into. Um, DDM is <laughs> muddy, bro. Yeah, they're um, they're a weird. Collection. That was that was the theme of this. That was the theme of the show actually. Um, like everybody in DDM cried at least once. Uh, for one reason or another, right? Yeah. But this rumble wasn't very good. Um, but it, it wasn't bad. Mamoi Nakani, she's a legend. She's great. Ida ran down the big ass fucking ramp because I don't know if you guys didn't see the show. Ramp was huge mm-hmm. and it had like a bunch of dips, so it wasn't just like a steady ramp, like you know, decline. It was like a bunch of dips, and Ida was running down that that motherfucker. And I was like, you need to calm down. You have bad knees, girl. Please. I don't want you to blow something out right now. Yeah. Um, but she did it. And then she posted a clip of it on like Instagram. She's like, I used to be a track star. <laughs> like that, that's that's where that came from. And I was like, okay, shouts out you to one time. Um Yeah, the machine spots were pretty bad. And like I usually like appreciate them to some degree. I usually think they're kind of funny, but they didn't really yeah, they didn't they didn't really let them like do anything interesting. Like they just came in and then my Sakurai eliminated them. And like it just wasn't, it didn't hit like it, it usually does. And like I usually find like humor in it, but it wasn't very great. Uh, Hanako killed it in this match. That's that's the big one, I would say. I mean, is that Hanako rocked, was like, yeah. yeah, she she was like really good in this match. Her and Momoe uh, were great, and she just really had a really good showing here. Um, and then funniest part of the match <clears throat> was Waka tried to eliminate Momoe Nakanishi, and then Ch- Chan Yoda showed up. Body checked her and was like, "Nah, that's my bag." And she started beating up Momoe Nakanishi. They were both like trying so hard to like get rid of the other one so they could pin Momoe Nakanishi because she's a legend. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really funny. Um, and then Waka pinned Momoe Nakanishi, which was my thirteenth reason. Um, and then, and then even worse, my Sakurai winning the match afterwards was my mysterious fourteenth reason <laughs> that nobody knew existed. Um. Why, man? Like, Hanan had new gear, bro. Hanan looked Dude, fucking clean. Hanan, Just give it to her. Hanan debuted a new look that screams, I am challenging for the white belt within 12 months. Yes. And then she did nothing. And I was like, oh. Bro, it upset. That that was like, that upset me so much. Because like, I was like, how is she going to get eliminated by fucking Koguma? Her teammate. How are you going to do that? Why? <laughs> you can't trust them bears, you know? Yeah, Tom Lawler was right. No, she she looked. I think he was on. The I mean, yeah, he's got a point. He's got a point. Uh, shout out Tom Lawler one time. A uh, great guy. I don't know if you saw the clip of him just doing a bit on the show with Brian Alvarez, and Brian Alvarez just was just like, <sighs> Honestly, <laughs> it was the funniest every, shit ever. Every time I Tom see Tom Lawler looks so proud of himself. Every time I see Brian Alvarez, he looks like he's one piece of bad news away from banging his head off a wall, like. Is no, I mean, okay. I, I, I feel like Brian. Al- I feel like Brian Alvarez in twenty twenty three. That's valid. I feel really, like. yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think it was, and this is like completely off topic. I apologize, but Tom Lawler like made a joke about uh Louis Dangor or whatever. Oh my god! <laughs> and he no, he was he was like, hey, if you want real reporting, Brian, check out Louis Dangor's no. Twitter. <laughs> and there was just silence, and, and Tom Lawler was just cracking up. He's just like, oh, that was a good one. I got that him. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I, I watched that clip and I was like, I was like, I love this man so much. <laughs> he is, he is my dog. He is my guy. I love that guy. Shout out Tom Waller. It was great. No, dragging Louie is like the funniest shit you can do. Like, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> he is the easiest target imaginable. He just says shit. And you're like, how do you, how do you exist? Like how, where, like how did you type this tweet and oh, go, yeah, man, this is the one. I'm hitting send. <laughs> like, <laughs> How do you do that? It was so good, man. It was so good. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I just needed to get that That's one out because right. I just remembered it. So good. Okay. Um. So yeah, my Sakurai one. Horrible news for Dylan. Uh, um. Very. Hanan, Hanan, and, and Hanako were the two stars of the show, and Momoe. Right. Obviously. That is valid. Uh, it, not of the show of the rumble of course <laughs> i mean yeah um <laughs> then we had uh the second pre-show match momo anabe roka saki kashima natsuko tora avoid a tie beat tekla jesse xena and mariah may of uh the mix mishmash club venus ddm team um this will be remembered for the funny entrance where they played tekla's music and the girlies danced their club venus dance it anyway. was so cursed and it was so it was. cursed they did the dance so badly too. Oh, it was dude, so Zena has not like Zena like, like no. girl, learn the steps. I don't know what you're doing. Jesse hasn't even tried. Jesse just like fucking like jiggles. Like that's it. Like she's like kinda like like waves around her, her like uh Hogan thing, her Hogan scarf Perf, thing. Yeah. She's like waves that around. And I'm just like and Tekla's just standing there like a badass, like, please stop dancing. <laughs> I'm trying to look cool. And it's just it's great. I, I that was that was probably the best match best part of the of the Match, yeah. Sure. Um, also, purple-haired Natsuko is giving me incredible life. Like I need it. Or is it blue? Is it blue or Natsuko's purple? Cool. Yeah, it's I love purple. it though. It's, it's it's great. It's a look. It's purplish blue. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a word for it. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, know. I I thought the match was like okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's wild to think that these people are on the on the pre-show sometimes. Like even some of the people in the in the rumble, right? Yeah. Like it's kind of wild to think that it's like damn. There was no room for some of these people at all. Yeah, I mean, it's how it goes, I guess, when you're working with outsiders so much. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see if that continues. Um, but then we got into the main card, and we kicked off. Oh, uh, Saki, Saki won via uh, Kishikazu. Of course. I mean, how else? Um, but the, the, the main card kicked off in the best way possible. We had a, a super high-speed tag match. May Sarah and Starlight Kid beat May Saruga and Azumi. When May Sarah pinned Azumi in just under ten minutes, um, yeah, I mean this this was great. Like this is high speed goodness. Um, probably not at the highest level possible because they had to keep breaking to do tag stuff. But like some of the tag moves, I was just well, like, what the yeah. hell did I just see? It was it was tornado tag. It was, like but... they just decided to stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like there was like yeah, fuck that. Um, this is the only match on the show that like I want to go back and watch immediately. I was going to watch it this morning, but I woke up late. Um, because, like, this is, like, one of my favorite matches of the night, just because of how uh, well it worked for its time, right? Like, I, I just thought that this was exactly what you needed out of this, and I thought it was a really good showing from everybody, right? Uh, except for Azumi, who tripped on her fucking butterfly wings for a century of the show. Great. Poor girl. I love her. Poor girl. Um, yeah. Oh, Kid looked I have amazing as well in her entrance. Like that, the style of Kid is such a star, man. Why do you? I mean, like she looked cool, but you didn't have to. Well, I just, I just remembered um, it there when you were talking about entrances. Yeah, I was she, like, oh, she. Looked I, badass. I would say, I would say the like because obviously, like May Sarah hasn't lost a step. That's that's the big yeah. n- notable thing from 100%. this match is that she's she's 
wherever, whatever, you know, hole in the ground she was in for the past year and a half, she's been fucking training, bro. And she has gotten better. I don't know how that works, but she's gotten better. Um, and that's incredible. But other than that, I thought uh, Kid and Mesa was way better than it had any right to be. Like the stuff they were doing. Like I was like, oh, like Kid can do high speed stuff. It's just that her opposite Natsupoi and her opposite Azumi is just very, like, formulaic. Mm-hmm. And you've kind of gotten sick of it. You know what I mean? Her and Mesa completely reminded me, like, oh, Kid can fucking do this. Like, this is like, like, Kid has a high-speed bone in her body. Because I haven't been feeling that for the past while. Um, so, yeah, that was a great showing. And overall, this was just this was just really good. Give me more tag matches like this. Cause yeah, I mean... They don't really do those those these high-speed tag matches much. They're doing one next week. but um, Or this week, I should say. But I'm excited. I, I think that this match was a great sign of things to come mm-hmm. for uh, at least my Sarah, because I imagine the other three are <laughs> not going to be around the high-speed title much longer. Yeah, I mean, as soon as May Sarah came back, we knew she was likely to pin Azumi here to set up a title match, yeah. and they, they do have a title match arranged. Um, and I mean, you know, Azumi, she's beaten everybody. She's done the you know, record-breaking Reign as high-speed champion. She's done everything in the division. So, like, there's very few people better for her to, you know, do the passing of the torch to than May Sarah, who will make this division her own for, for the next while. Um, so, you know, this was... Yeah. Not only did she re-debut and have an impressive performance, but they immediately said, okay, she's next in, next in line. And, um, yeah, I thought that was a really good use of this opener. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um... Yeah, I thought everybody looked great. You know, I mean, it, it will be good when May is the new high speed ace. It will be a shame because uh, there's not a lot of people to challenge her for it. Uh, but, you know, I'm excited for it. Also, they are doing, like I said earlier, they're doing uh, Azume Classic. Uh, they're doing Azume and Sarah tagging up oh, yeah. uh, this weekend, I believe. Uh, so, yeah, Azume is uh, <laughs> Azume and Saruga, and then Azume Classic is. Uh, Azumi and Hoshizuki, which is not her name. It's Mesa. Yeah. Although yeah. they keep calling her uh, Hoshirai in the the website, and I'm like, did, did no, the... that, that's the that's the concept. yeah. I know you said that, but I'm like, like did, it's so similar. Has, has the website guy not thought to no change sense. it a little bit or something, but uh, it's all right. Um, the match after that then was Fua Chan's second match. Miyu Amasaki and Utami Hayashishita beat Fua and Hazuki in uh, 14 minutes when Utami pinned Fua with a German suplex. Uh, Fua, if if it wasn't for like Logan Paul, which is the fucking craziest thing to ever come out of my mouth, um, if it wasn't for Logan Paul, Fua Chan would be like the most natural celebrity to wrestling transition ever because she's like amazing. I think this I think this one might outdo Paul. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like it's it's a harder it's a harder sell. But the the thing with Logan Paul and like John Morrison has said this that it's like the issue with Logan Paul is that. Once you like look at his match a little bit harder, you can see that he trained that shit with Shawn Michaels for like a month. You know what I mean? So it's a good match because Shawn Michaels was teaching him every intricacy of it. So of course it was like not terrible, but like in terms of just naturalness of it, this match made me forget it was a celebrity match. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it, right? Is that it just felt like four wrestlers wrestling. And Fuwa Chan has had one match before this. And she is a very famous celebrity. You know, I mean, like that's 
that's insane. Yeah. Like that's not how this is supposed to go. Um, and and that's the thing with with Logan Paul is that's like every time you see Logan Paul, it's like, oh my god, he could do it. Who would have thought? It's like he's done it seven times and hasn't really improved or regressed. So obviously, you know, but with Fuwa, it's just like, oh, she's just here and is like wrestling and is good at wrestling. Yeah. Um, this was a really good match, I would say. Kevin, um, the reason why we call her Kevin is because much like Kevin Kelly, she just wasn't here. This was all Utami. Um, and I love that. I, w- I found it so funny that Hazuki was like, yeah, I'll leave Fuwa in the ring with Utami. Uh, maybe she'll win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like when you think about like the psychology of that, it's like Hazuki could tag it at any time and save this poor girl from the best wrestler in the company or top three wrestlers in the company. But no, he's going to watch. Fairness, Fuwa was giving Utami a run for her money there for a little bit. Oh, one hundred percent. But like, like in like a, a down point, I was just looking at it. I was like, why the fuck has Fuwa been in this ring with Utami for so long instead of somebody who's similar to her level? <laughs> like that is crazy, and I found that really funny. But she did kill it with Utami. Utami killed it. Utami killed her. Um, laid the shit out of her. Laid her out yeah. of her boots at one point. That was a big boy. Um, that was the, that was the clip, right? I I tweeted that. That's like there was the the Saya big boot from last time. That was like the clip of the of the match. This was the clip, and I was right because I think you said there was like four million views on it this morning. Yeah. Um, like the thing with Fua is that everything she does gets a lot of attention in in Japan. Like it, this got shown again yeah. on big TV. Every t- clip on Twitter gets millions of views. Like she is ultra famous the fact that she has i'm sure i mentioned it last time the fact that she has even the slightest bit of interest and respect for wrestling which i think is the core thing like she really respects pro wrestling yes is so beneficial to stardom like they gain so much from this um i'm sure i mentioned it last time i was i don't know i was on like it was some world magazine world news thing and it was like oh pictures that define the, the week right it was like 50 pictures that define the week and there were some like tragedies there were some protests around the world there were some like beautiful pictures of like people like somebody skydiving from the highest whatever and then near the end youtube celebrity fuwa chan getting beat up by sai kamatani in a stardom match and I'm just like, that is a crazy, <laughs> like, that is not normal. That's like amongst these, like, major happenings of the week in the world, like, globally, like, like, that was just there. Like, oh, yeah, you know, famous chicken in, in Japan, like that, you know, she was wrestling. Like, that's just insane. Um, and, yeah, I think the, the respect thing is also very clear. Um, I don't know if she was selling it or if it's because she just, it, it actually happened, but in all of her tweets since then, maybe she stopped by now. In all of her tweets since then, she has mentioned the fact that her neck really hurts. I mean, <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, yeah that, that'll I've happen. I've seen Utami throw them Germans. I I would suspect her neck is in a lot of pain. <laughs> uh, yeah, Utami. Utami yeah, I just found that funny. Because like in like 12 tweets after that, she was just like, she was like, I'm going to do this event with my neck hurting. Because <laughs> my neck fucking hurts, I and I was like, "That's so great." Amazing. I love you. Um, in her in her uh, promo after the after the match, it seems like she indicates she wants to do it again. So, I mean, she, it sounds like she wants to do it again, but she might be a longer. Period yes, I mean, if I would imagine it would be like December if she was waiting to do it again, um, or maybe this equivalent yeah. show next year. Um, all I know is like 
Rossi is like Irish dancing on tables. <laughs> Every time he sees a wrestle, like he's 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 into it. Um, but yeah, that was a great match, and uh, I mean it was a perfect use of Utami. Put over Utami yes, too. I mean Utami getting all of this mainstream attention. If there's anybody on this roster you want to get that, it is the coolest looking wrestler in the world. Like yes. Utami, like all no matter what gender you are, if you look at Utami, you're gonna go, I want to be that. <laughs> like that's it. It's that simple. Yeah. And that is why you put her in a match like this to gain millions of eyeballs where people are going, who the hell is that? How can I watch more of it? Oh, and Utami is a fucking worker, brother. Uh, right afterwards, she posted a, a picture of her in suits, of her looking all, you know, uh, royal and regal and all that shit. She's like, yeah, nice to meet you. I am the coolest professional wrestler. And I was like, yeah, that's true. That's amazing. That's true. I respect that. She, she's a worker's worker, mm-hmm. man. I, I just, she knows how to she's work. She's untouchable. Um, yeah. that was that match. Uh, the next match then was the Himeka retirement match. Micah beats Himeka Man. in 14 minutes with a Mishinoku driver. Um, Man. the ending to this match was so great. Um, it was beautiful. Micah man. just being like, please kick out, please kick out, please kick out, giving her the nastiest headbutt possible. Dropping her on her head with Mission. Saying I love you before she yeah, says like, it. like uh, time after time, Mishinoku driving her, and sending her into retirement. That is just all with tears in her eyes. That is incredible. I, I um I saw this on Scott's show yesterday. That's like there was this moment in this match because Micah hit the Mishinoku driver on Himeka and she kicked out. Right, same as the as the first match. Uh, Himeka became the first person to kick out the Mishinoku driver. Um, she kicked out of it again. And the match continued, right? But then Micah hit a second Michinoku driver. And, like, when she hit it, like, she, you know, she fell to the floor. Like, she she hit her, and they were just there for a second. And they both just started crying a little bit. Himeka less than Micah. But Micah just started bawling her eyes out. And it's like, that wasn't the finish. But, like, it was, like, oh, this is, like, the sign that the finish is about to come. Right? And that moment completely shattered mm-hmm. It just, it broke me, man. Because, like, and, and that's the thing. We didn't get to talk about it. Um, but that that ALK versus uh, my Hime match was similar. Because after the match, uh, Shuri just completely lost yeah. it. Right? And it's like, I don't know why, but Micah and Shuri are two, like, fierce, dominant, like incredibly intimidating women, right? Who it's like completely like stoic. I mean, I'm like Sherry's a bit weird and Mike is a bit weird, but you know, like like they personify this like unbreakable human being. And watching them like just be heartbroken that their friend isn't gonna be around anymore, it hits on a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Right. I think there's a there's a there's a character analysis, there's like a, a theory in in storytelling that if you have somebody who cries all the time, the crowd is never going to cry with them. At some point, they're probably going to laugh at them. But if you have somebody who never cries and cries once, and the crowd doesn't cry, then the crowd are sociopaths. Like, that's, that's you know, that's the most you could do. And that's how it felt with, with both Micah and Sherry the other, the other week. That's like, it just felt like a, a, a moment that you can't help but be like, damn, like, this is like... This means something, you know what I mean? Like this is like this is this it hurts. It's mm. it's heartbreaking. And after the fact there was um I should probably figure out his name, but the, the producer 
the the head producer of Stardom, um, who usually takes pictures of like behind the scenes shit and stuff, whatnot. Um, he got pictures of Utami crying watching the monitor as the match was ending, and he got a picture of of Saya crying, Saya Kamatani, not Kamatani, Saya Ida crying as she was watching from like, um, from the crowd, and it's just like. This shit means something, man. You know what I mean? Like, like, and that's that's the beauty of retirement matches. I think is that it's like wrestling is dumb, and wrestling is stupid, and wrestling is fake, and wrestling is all these things that you can make fun of it for. It's carny. It's fucking. It's disrespect. Like they, there's a lot of bad in wrestling. There's mm-hmm. plenty of it. Even in the best wrestling, there's plenty of bad. But matches like this and just moments like this kind of just remind you that it's like this is like. This means something to a lot of people. You know what I mean? Including me, including you. We wouldn't be doing this for three years now if it didn't. You know, like, it, it just, it means a lot. And, yeah, it hurt a lot. But I like that because it means wrestling made me feel something, Alex. And that's what matters. Overliable, huh? Some, uh, uh was it, um, Unessential Alex, I think is their name? They tweeted that at me. Uh, when this match happened, it's like wrestling makes you feel things. And I was like, this is this is what I mean. Like this is this is th- this match was my favorite match of the night because of yeah. that. Because it made me like, it made me react so viscerally and so passionately that like I saw her come out and I started crying. I heard Mina do the call and I started crying. Oh, yeah. again. I saw the finish and I started crying again. Like I, it just like it. I couldn't stop feeling it. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's the most important part of wrestling. And that's why this match was my favorite match of the night. That's why this match means so much to me. That's why retirement matches in general means a lot to me. Um, this match did remind me a lot of the uh, combat to at a retirement match, uh, just because a lot of the framing of certain things was was kind of mm-hmm. similar. Uh, and that's like top three favorite matches of all time for me, right? So, like, yeah, this match meant a lot to me. It, it, I really liked it. I, I'll let you talk a little bit. I'm sure you want to say something. I'm sorry for kind of taking over there. Yeah, well, yeah. Red Micah is great. Um, I I feel like this yes, is this is a look that she should settle on. Uh, it's it's a really good one. Um, and yeah, definitely brings out a little bit more in the presentation. Honestly, I think she could probably like get like a black and gold gear, mm-hmm. and like it would like kill it. Like it would complement the gear. I'm, yeah, I'm no, I mean I feel like the red hair is a good move. Um, and it's it's one of yes. those things where when we did the the guide, we were like, you know, uh, Mike, I might need to change something to really make the next step but i mean something as simple as that could be the next step because i thought the the red looked great on her um and yeah the himeka's <laughs> dress was lovely like that was she went all out for that um and yeah they peppered in all the little stuff with like mina doing the ring introductions like she did for himeka back in was it all japan maybe or actress girls or something I think it was yeah, actress. Mina did uh, her ring introductions for it. Was, it, was actress. it was actress. Yeah. So, you know, there was a lot of little stuff there to kind of keep people going. Um, but, I mean, the finish was the most memorable part. I mean, it's not often you see a finish like that. Um, but, I mean, Joshi is great like that because <laughs> Micah was like, what better way to send my longtime tag partner to retirement than with CTE? Just brutal, brutal CTE. Um and it was it was great, and uh, yeah, Micah obviously got the win, which you know makes sense because that's that's how it's meant to go. Um, yeah, no more Himeka. It's uh, well, one more Himeka. She's asking Sakura Hirota. Well, wave, and that's yeah. gonna be amazing. Is that yes. official? Yeah, so that, that's pretty that. crazy. That's a crazy. That's a crazy last yeah. match. Though, oh, definitely. Um, and then yeah, we send her off at Korkin next month. So 
That is uh yeah, that'll be rough. That is the the jumbo farewell. They will get streamers for that for that. Oh, final, that's lovely. The that's call. really nice. Yeah. Um, the match after. The, the website made sure that everybody knew don't you dare fucking throw streamers any other time <laughs> yeah they're very very strict like, on that okay. they're uh, a bit weird um the next match on the show is goddess of stardom championship match um ami sorry and mirai won the tag belts by count out in 12 minutes when they beat seven up um this has been pretty like universally panned as as a load of shit um and which sucks because Seven up, yes. Is so good. I don't mind the tag belts changing like this. If if it's a rule, yeah. I feel like you should do it every now and then, just to keep people perked up that this is a thing that could happen. But this is not how you end the reign of Seven Up, and this is not how you give Marai her first title win. Like the, <laughs> Marai and her run in Stardom needs to be studied. Like she oh, she rough. went from. Beating Mayu and Julia in back-to-back days to mid-card fodder to a warm body for Hashimoto to throw around to the winner of the worst drawing and least interesting Cinderella final in years. In history. In history. I'm pretty sure, like... Well, not the worst drawing. Outside of the... Like, least interesting. Are you sure? Because I feel uh, like... They... How much did it draw? Didn't it draw, like, 11? Yeah, but there was ones, I think, like, 2018 or 2017 was lower. No, the was, Momo was year was was lower, like definitely. Yeah, oh, was it? one of the COVID years. Oh yeah, that, that was when they were kind of stuck there. Well, yeah, twenty. Um, but yeah, but like this isn't uh, like, and now she wins her first belt by countout in a in a match that was a weak match on an amazing. Should show. have been better. Like what? Like yeah. she needs to be studied, man. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's definitely disappointing because her and Ami like really leveled up. They had brand new gear. Like really, you know, good. They like had makeovers with the hair. This is a really, this is a really funny joke. Also, is that Mercedes earlier in the day, Mercedes Monet, uh, tweeted that she was teaching the Stardom girls about yeah. wigs, and I was like, oh, that's cute, that's sweet. And then Ami comes out with this great, like this, this very clean, very nice looking wig, and I was like, she wasn't fucking no. lying, bro. That's crazy. Ami Sore and and. Mercedes Monet chopping it up about wigs is a crazy thought, but it definitely happened. Yeah, I mean it, it did, um, and yeah, it's it's it definitely sucks because Mariah and Ami looked good. They like really put effort into having new gear for this moment where they were gonna win the tag belts. Because you know these two as a team have chased the tag belts. They've challenged for them three or four times, and that was like a whole thing. And all that to end in in a in a countout is is really shitty for everybody. Honestly, looking back at this match, like I'm looking at my notes, and I feel like this is a Yukihi type of thing more than it is a, oh, we need to protect you because you's good. It generally feels like you and Nanai were like, no, we're not dropping. And I mean, yeah, because like I'm I'm even reading my notes because I don't like, you know, the match kind of like, you know, kind of faded away from me in my memory wise. I'm looking at my notes and it's like, Nanai's slapping Mariah like she's a pussy. <laughs> um, they love sandbagging each other. Mariah no sold the tea gimmick. Aces high to the outside. Count out finish. That's yeah. it. Like it was just them not wanting to cooperate. Mm-hmm. Like that's that was the match. And I didn't even notice that in the moment. But now that I'm reading back and like I like the finish is clear, it looks like you was not gonna be around for a while, at the very least. Like that's just fucking mm-hmm. crazy. Right? Like on top of it, the match already suffered 
because of the card placement. I think them right after him making Michael was probably a bad idea. I would have had the artist belts go first if this match was going to like reach its full potential just because it was kind of a styles clash. It's like, oh, Himeka Micah are the tag team specialists who do powerhouse shit. And then the tag team match with powerhouse shit going right after it was not a great yeah. move. Um, but considering the way that it finished, I get it. Like, they didn't want it to go over anything else on the card. Um, but yeah, it was, it just felt like they didn't want to No, and I mean, like, we knew going into it that you and Mariah didn't really get along. Like, I remember very vividly yeah. them yeah, me too. beating the shit out of each other randomly on a house show. I put it in my preview. Yeah. I was like, there's a there's a vendetta yeah. there, whatever it is. Like, like somebody had to have known. Like, this felt like Rossi wanting to have his big moment, and then when the people involved were like, I'm not doing that, he was like, well, fuck it, I'm doing it anyway. And it's like, you should probably do something different. Like, you could have done a, you know, a V0 BMI 2000 thing, you know. That yeah, would be fun. like, you could have done a lot. I wouldn't have you know, even minded if, that. If you and Anai were very much not going to drop to these two specifically, and I imagine it's these two specifically, because Anai just lost yes. to Waka. So I imagine yes. it is, we are not losing to the new eras. And in which case, you work around it. You don't try and get cute. Not for your biggest show ever. So, yeah, it just feels yeah. like everybody messed up here. Um, and if 7up didn't want to drop the belts to these two, I mean, good on you. I wouldn't want to drop the belts to a mid-tag team either. But, like, you you know, <laughs> Rossi should have worked around that. Because I doubt this was a late thing. I imagine they were very much like, yeah, we're not. Like, we're, we don't want to. I mean, if we saw it months ago, then he had yeah, to have. Yeah, literally. Like, you know I, I mean? remember being like, oh, this could, match could be amazing if you and, and, and Mirai, like put aside their beef and shoot on each other but they didn't it was just i don't want to work with you like very clearly um which is just crazy but yeah that was uh this is a real black mark on what was otherwise an amazing show um this feels like when like ajw would work with the other crew and they'd have like the llpw brawlers out there for matches and you're just like all right can, can this end please you know like as cool as Yashikura and I looked, it is uh, not as fun to watch her in like long tag matches. So yeah, this this is kind of that fair vibe. And it's a shame because Seven Ups. The best part about Seven Up matches is the the closing yeah. stretch. Like they can keep you entertained until the closing stretch, and then it's like, okay, now we're gonna have the best match mm-hmm. of the fucking show. Uh, that's usually how it goes. Um, but they didn't they didn't get to the closing stretch. I mean, this went what twelve minutes? Yeah. Did it go twelve? Was that it? Like. Yeah, like, they didn't even get to, like, get into their good stuff. And, like, the stuff that they did do, like I said, Mariah no-sold it. Like, yeah, it's, it's wild that they let this one go on. Like, because the match was fine. Like, I, I didn't think the match was that inherently bad. I, yeah, I mean, like, it wasn't great. But, like, you know, I, I saw some some value in it. Like, some of the stuff was fun. But it wasn't fun enough to, for it to be, like, Oh yeah, this was like a. It was unfinished. I think. I think Scott said is that it's like this match was yeah. unfinished. Like it was completely just like this is as much as we're willing to do with each other, and we're done. Yeah. And that's a shame. Pretty much. Um, I just hope that the new eras don't hold it for long. Like they're like by far the weakest tag team that are a regular team in this Man, company. Give it back to fucking FWC like yeah. yesterday. <laughs> if this was if this was how it was gonna end. Yes. Give it back. Or I, I'm pretty sure at this stage, even you would take a Black Desire reign. <laughs> like, anything is better than the new eras. Yeah, yeah, pr- yeah, yeah. probably. I, I wouldn't really yeah. mind. The tag belts really <laughs> went from, like, the best thing going to... to this reminded than... me of a of an old New Japan 
uh, IWGP tag match. Like in my old, I mean like Gallows Anderson oh, era. God, yeah. Right. Not as bad. Not as bad like in ring wise. Pretty hard. And that's that's something that like is that's the hard, <laughs> well yes, but that's the hard thing about this show is that anything I didn't like about it, it's easy to compare mm-hmm. it to New Japan. But New Japan is just inherently not as good, right? Because like Sakura Genesis was like probably my second favorite ma- second favorite show of the year. But there's such a high level <laughs> between these two shows, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like I'll 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 like try to compare it almost. I'm just like ah, but you know, like it can't really do that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just thought that this match was reminiscent of like really bad. Uh, really that is bad fair. Uh, the next match on the show was the Artist of Stardom Championship match: Sayori Anu, Natsupoi, and Kyrie beat Kurumi Hirage, Suzu Suzuki, and Risa Sarah to win the belts in six, just under 17 minutes when Sayori Anu pinned Suzu Suzuki. Um, a new gender is uh, discovered every time people watch the restart <laughs> entrance. That is the single most uh, mother slay queen thing I have ever seen in my life. I fell to my knees upon seeing it. Um, just incredible. Incredible. Like, I, I'm so excited for Nath Boy to drop his belt. I'm going to be so sad. Like it's That's going nah, to so be a hate crime. Like Actively, I think. It might have to be reported to the police. Um, yeah, the the match then was great. I mean, the the trios division in Stardom is is fantastic. Um, and like this was just high high end stuff, like really fun action packed match with a great finishing stretch. Like that finishing stretch with between Suzu and Ano was really high quality. And obviously, they go back a long way, and they have a lot of good chemistry built up. But you know, they really put their best foot forward there. I, you know, I was now it makes sense, but I was very shocked how much restart completely dismantled mm-hmm. prominence. Like it, it was, it just, it just felt like, like, yes, prominence had plenty of like, you know, they had some times on top, but like at a certain after a certain point, it was just like, no, prominence ain't, no, <laughs> nah, and I mean like the, the stuff was good, but like I was just like, damn, like. They ain't even giving my girls a chance. <laughs> and it makes sense because that was the last prominence match on the Starm show, presumably. You know what I mean? Um So yeah, I thought it was it was good. You know, I, I wasn't as high on it as some people were, as like I think you were, uh, as a few other people were, but I thought it was it was fun. Um similarly, it it makes sense now, but at the time I was like, I feel like Karumi could definitely be getting a bit more offense in, mm. in this one because I felt like her and Poi showed signs of having a really fun like Kurumi just tossing her around. At one point she picked up Poi and Poi was just screaming as she was slamming her and it was great. Um but that was like the only real offense Kurumi got in this match and I felt like her and Poi could have done a lot more. Um Suzu just deciding that she wanted to fuck with Kyrie hmm. was great. Like her just being like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you, bro. That's <laughs> I got a target on your back, homie. Like that's great. I love that. That was really funny and that was really class yeah the match was good i I enjoyed it but it definitely it it kind of made me feel like damn prominence really ain't shit (laughs) like i I hate that because the focus of the match was clearly on anno and and putting her over like i mean she got to pin suzu and i mean we've seen the array of people suzu has beaten recently so with a clean bushi i will say the deepest bushi roll you could possibly quite possibly um and like I think this was this was the biggest indication yet that Anu is committed in some way to stardom because they do not give her this much when Kyrie is right there if she isn't 
agreeing to something. Especially if if Suzu signed after yeah. the show, pres- like presumably, like having her lose to Otto, that like yeah. that's kind of crazy. Well, like that they is, might like, want to pick up wild. that rivalry because that goes back to Ice Ribbon. Like they they have yes. uh, they have a lot of time there, so they love picking up Ice Ribbon. <laughs> they do. That's rivalries. almost half the promotion. But um, yeah, I thought they yeah. really went a long way to putting Anno into like top stardom uh, already. Because I mean, for people like us, like we know Seriano, we've seen her dominate the scene for a long time. Like we know what a star she is, but you know, to have her re-debut and pin Suzu and get the closing stretch and look so great while doing so, uh, really, definitely, like for newer fans who haven't seen her, it must have made them think, oh, she's a top star, like right off the bat. Anna's weird, cause like. I, I have seen plenty of her looking like a star, and she did look like a star here, but it felt like something was missing. And I know I'm the only person who thinks that. But in comparison to her other work, I just felt like there was a certain level of malaise. I think that's pretty malaise? correct word. I'm I'm trying to use vocab words. Malaise, yeah. Like there was. I don't even know if that's the right word. I just threw it out because that was what came to my head. It just felt like a certain level of just like almost like. Randy Orton esque, like I am good enough. I, you know, um, if if I care or I not, know. it's cool. I feel like it's a vibe. Like she's like, I am ice cold. I'm above all of this you. I'm gonna kick the shit out of whoever I want, kind of thing. I think that's just her general aura. That that's that's true, but I don't know. It, it felt like it felt strange to see it in stardom, and mm-hmm. I'm sure I'll get used to it. But it, it felt it felt like a. a a shock almost i thought it was good like she she had a great showing but it, it was definitely a shock for me that's fair um especially because most of the most of the Anno stuff i've seen uh has been in oz and everybody makes fun of me for that but so it's like it's like the the vibes of her tagging with ozaki in comparison to the vibes of her tagging with Kyrie and fucking natsupoy completely yeah. different right so like that that's, that's also definitely a thing like i feel like uh she's quite miscast currently in her role because she doesn't yes. fit with Natsupoi at all. Like there's such a strange pairing and even Kyrie doesn't feel like a natural fit for her. Um which I think she's still showing enough of the charisma that she has that it's okay. Like we will eventually see Ice Queen Sioriano, but just not now. And in- instead we're getting She's a drag she needs a drag my Yukihi and I mean yeah, in, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind that. get along and have just, them tag you know, there. Don't do the Ozaki, Ozaki stuff, please. That's all I am. Well, no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Sendai. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's not, true. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, Anu, big star of the show. Uh, one of the big winners from the show, I think, all, all, all together. And uh, I enjoyed that that artist match. And I mean, Prominence got a lot out of this, right? I will... But Suzu especially, I feel like, built up a, a big cachet over this, uh, this, you know, however many months they've had the belts. I'm going to miss Grumi and Stardom. Yes. big loss. But Big loss, you know, definitely. Yeah. Uh... I will say I, I want to push back on your point. Uh, Oz Academy, no. uh, Oza, Ozaki Gun, no. Seki Gun. No. Yes, it'd be so fun. No. It'd be so funny. Uh, get Kakuru in there, looking all weird, and like, it's like, please. It would be the modern day equivalent of the Zaps. Did you? No, oh, no, that's disrespectful. How dare you? Did you see Kakuru's? Did you see Kakuru's hair? Sadly, how it just like doesn't look I'm, like. I'm, it just looks. I hate what they're doing. Like she's not supposed to be. Yeah, that's not how she's supposed to look. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> like she's she's trying to. Um, let me know if I'm using this word correctly. She's trying to serve, and she is not serving. Is what I would say. Um, and I love Cocker. She's great. I think she's great. But it's just not. 
It's not working for me, Chief. Oh my god. You're so strange. I love that. I had to get an I had to get an Oz Academy discussion out before we talk valid. about this next That is valid. Um but yeah, until <laughs> Seorianu eventually like breaks Tam's skull, um, we're getting gay icon restart and, and I'm here for it. Like it's giving share constantly. Um <laughs> the next Christ. match on the show was a Wonder of Stardom Championship match. Mina Shirakawa beat Saya Kamatani with a figure four driver Mina. Um, as soon as she made her entrance, I was like, Mina, Sh- Mina Shirakawa said, I'm her with this one. Um, the silhouette yeah. dance was crazy. Good, I like, her entire presentation was just, I am, I am her. Like, this is my, this is my moment. And it was fantastic. Um, this match was my favorite match of the show, like by far. This was excellent. I loved it. Um, what was so great about it was Damn. they you know how WWE fans for a long time were like, finish the story. You got to finish the story. And then the crazy demented old man. Oh, no, not for a long time. It's, it's, this yeah, is like a meme. I know. Have you not seen it? You're, you haven't been on Twitter but or not. You know what I mean? Like, they, they're <laughs> like, yo, you got to finish the story. And then yes. the demented old man was like, nah, Roman, Roman wins, brother. Um, but Stardom finished. Two stories at once in this match. They shouldn't and have. They shouldn't have. I think. Really I think. Made the match. I think Saya should that have really, gone on the Roman Reign. <laughs> that, that really made so the match because Stardom had two different stories that could have hit their apex in this match, and they both did, and that made it really unpredictable. I don't because me like Saya got to hit her Phoenix Splash, and it was like holy shit, Saya's gonna retain, and then Mina kicked out of the Phoenix Splash. I was like, okay, Mina, this is her day. Like this is hers. So like, they kept you. The edge I hated of your that. seat until <laughs> the match ended because this could have easily been Saya's story or Mina's, and both of them got to hit their their fin- finale um, in the one match. So I mean, I was pretty much like on the edge of my seat until the end of this because I wasn't sure whether this was going to be Saya's or Mina's. Um, although it fell from very or very early on that this was going to be Mina's win, you know, you could never really tell. Um, yeah, I just I I was very into it. I thought them climaxing both stories and the one match made it so that it wasn't really clear who was going to win. Um and I think it made sure that both of them came out of it yes. looking really good cuz Saya Saya looks ready to take the next step uh, and Mina gets made into a star. Like this was like they made Mina into something with this with this show and I I guess we can do a bit more on that later, but uh yeah, you can you can criticize it now you hate her. I just think Saya looked like shit. Like, like it just didn't. Like, she looked like she's just no longer. Like, she. Like, I feel like kicking out of the Phoenix was the wrong move. That that's how I feel. Because you you see it as a climax. I see it as the exact opposite. I feel like okay, Saya's like the the most the the move in the company has been kicked out of. <laughs> like like that is like the strongest move in the entire company to the point where Saya had to stop using it because it was too strong. Like that that was that was kind of the story there for a second is that it was far and away the strongest move in the company. She went on a fucking run for uh I actually I actually did the math. She had the longest major championship reign or not longest. She had the most winningest major championship reign. The only buddy to come close, the only person to to similar to that is uh Io Shirai who was V15 or no, V14 and then Momo who was V13 and Tony Storm with the SWA belt when she held it for like 4 years and just re- defended it everywhere. Those are the and that's tied with Saya. So Saya quite literally is the greatest champion in the company's mm-hmm. history just in terms of regular defenses 
And when she kicked, when Mina kicked out of the Phoenix, I was just like, that's, that's her entire, that's her thing, man. How are you going <laughs> to, how are you going to, how are you going to, how are you going to kick out of her thing? Like, I will say, if Mina got her knees up, if, if Saya hesitated for an extra second, Mina got her knees up and that was the Phoenix. She hit the Phoenix, but it didn't mean anything because she, because, uh, you know, Mina kicked out. There would be room left for the Phoenix Splash. This match felt like it didn't leave any room for the Phoenix Splash. I feel like they're exaggerating. I mean, it did because, because wrestling doesn't matter. Like, we've seen every major finisher kicked out of in big matches. Like, that, that's just a staple of putting somebody over. But the Phoenix Splash is the fucking Phoenix Splash. Yeah, but so Splash, is that man. Siri fucking one winged driver thing for a while. And. But that was bad. The Phoenix Splash <laughs> is good, Alex. It's right. very simple. But, okay? Um, like, I said <laughs> like... the same about Micah letting him make a kick out of the driver, and you were like, no, it's fine, actually. Um, and you were right. Well, then after that, I, I got upset. Because because once other people start kicking okay. out of it, then it was dumb. So, I mean, what if nobody else kicks out of the Phoenix? Is it fine then? Is it okay? I also, uh, I it, I mean, part of this is just anti Yeah, you gotta, you gotta like, right? check yourself like, here. Like, part of that, I will, I will 100% recognize that. That part of it is like, because you are right. It could just be, oh, she's the only person to ever kick out of the Phoenix. But... Like, Mina isn't. But that she was guy, made into that guy on in this my show. That was the entire purpose. Like this, no, she my... was the biggest star to come out of this show, like easily. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to sound like a hater, but I'm just like, like, cause like, you want to know what exactly what I wanted to say? I don't see it. Like that. That's genuinely what I wanted How to say in response to that. Though? Not because I like, think she's bad. Not no, not because I think she's bad. Not because I think that she is undeserving. It's just because I don't see it. How do I don't you not see like it? the fact that, that Saya, the, the fact that can, Saya can pin Utami with the Phoenix and then not pin her with the like that like it just it's a schematic thing, right? And then after that, it kind of had that Hameka issue, where yes, like I was like, what the fuck is going to happen now? But at the same time. Saya had nothing left to do. So for the last couple minutes, she just was just eating offense and trying to figure something out. And that sucks. Like that, that that's a part of the match that like either sells a match or makes it worse. I don't know which one for this one. I'll probably have to rewatch it. And Hey, may, maybe if I rewatch it and I, you know, with a clearer mind and it's not 4am, maybe I will be a little bit less down on the Phoenix thing. But yeah, I, I that took me out of the match a lot. I will say. Um, cause I was like, so what are we, what do we do now? Like she is the Phoenix and she just, she's got totally defeated, uh, in a way that doesn't really allow for retribution. I'm not saying that retribution towards Mina, but just retribution as a wrestler. Insane. Um, there's no she room looked, for like it. She came away from this just as strong as she went in. I don't know. Like she, she's just come off. I the don't see that in the company history. Like she's going to do yes. great things. When, I, I like, agree. EO didn't I, drop I to Momo, say... and suddenly, like, you were like, "Ah, oh, this this bitch is a jobber." Like, you know, like. Okay, I feel okay. I feel like somebody has to understand my hang up about the Phoenix because you don't, like, and that's fine. That's fair, but somebody has to understand that it's like, it's it's a very unique thing here. I would have probably been upset with most people kicking out the Phoenix. 
Like outside of like Utami, I would have probably been upset with that. Really, you know, like that's just like truthfully because it feels like everything that has big to be kicked move. out of eventually. I mean, I don't think it was the time though. Because she, was she over. I mean, if if everybody, she, if every white, if every white belt champion is getting a red belt reign, then she needs something win to win that red belt, man. If nobody else kicks out of it. Because that's how finishers work sometimes. Like, Kenny has let people kick out of the one-winged angel, and it was still... He's let one person kick out of the one-winged Phoenix. Angel. It was Kota Ibushi. Okay. One person. Mina Shirakawa and the gay... <laughs> like, no! <laughs> the Golden <laughs> Lovers is right. different, okay? It's Mina different! It's <laughs> made into, like, one of the top few people in this company. On this show, like, should she not be kicking out of it? Like, she's in that top tier now. She's up there with Julia and, and, and Mayu and Siri. Oh, don't say that, man. Oh, no. You made, you made it worse. Leader. She's like, a Julia's leader. one thing. That's how you do it. Oh, she is God. one of the top people. I don't want to think about this no more. <laughs> I, I don't understand. This is like therapy, man. This is like therapy. You're like, you're like exposing my trauma. Because for ages, people were like, why is Tam winning? She's a mid-carder. And it's like, do you not, do you not have eyes? She's a main eventer. And people eventually got it. No, and that made sense, even if I didn't like it, right? <laughs> she she got her face broken, bro. That that's her. That's Wrestling her. Is that, stupid, and that made her the biggest that's, baby face. That's Did a you claim not to hear fame. the crowd on this show? They were going crazy for her. Fan. Somebody else has to oh, get. I just think you're, oh, you're overthinking it. Thing. Like when you overthink wrestling, it all falls apart. We'll talk about that with yeah, Julia that Tam. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that with Julia Tam. Because when you think re- overthink wrestling, yeah. it ruins it. And that was my roller coaster with Julia Tam. Uh, which I liked more than Mina Saya. That's incredible. Um, but yeah, Saya or Mina Shirakawa made into a star here. Like a big star. Uh, crowd, crowd was super It was a really her. good match. It was a great match. I think she's going to have a fun reign. Yeah. Um, if you give me like her, like imagine her versus Mariah with her limb work, Mariah being so fiery. Mariah probably no. beats her. <laughs> that would be an excellent match. Um, her and Himeka sharing a hug as she was leaving after the match was uh was great. That was sweet. um, but yeah, this was Mina's I'm her moment. This was the moment she arrived, and I think uh, she probably won the the night. Like there is nobody who came out of this show looking better than Mina Shirakawa. Um, and you know, Sai Kamatani, uh, she's she's gonna be fine. She's gonna do amazing things, and it's it's gonna be interesting to see what she does after this. Um, after that, we had Jury beating Chihiro Hashimoto in sixty minutes via KO. Um, this was when I realized the pacing of the show was really good because they followed up a lot of the like dramatic moments with just physicality, because <laughs> these are just battered the shit out of each other this was just two titans taking chunks off each other in in hopes of winning it was so fun yeah this is wonderful i loved it um i loved every moment of it really like this like i I literally wrote this was real wrestling right like this was like this was this is that shit right here um real graps and i yeah i thought it was great um some of the strikes literally Uh made me flinch like i just like like i was just like fucking uncomfortable at certain points and it was great um, Sherry's headbutts. Oh dear God! Fucking was... psycho. Disgusting human being. It was insane. Um, yeah, I I didn't have much to write about this match because I was just enjoying it and like 
it was it was just a struggle, and that's the beauty of Chiro Hashimoto mm-hmm. matches is that they feel like they are a struggle. She's very like real. They are like she brings a this. She's yeah. she's a mountain to climb, right? And that's that's what made that Mia Momino match from years ago mm-hmm. so fucking good. Uh, actually, that the, that set of the the guy is a match and that Mio Momino singles it made it feel like Chiro Hashimoto is this true mountain that you must climb and you you must topple or else you're just your arms are too short to box with the god you know what i mean like it it was great and i thought that shuri really came out looking phenomenal um hashimoto did <laughs> she she did make sure that the first person to beat her three times in singles competition uh only did it kind of because she stood up yeah very yeah <laughs> i love that i love that it was like i got up but i i didn't get up enough uh yeah that's 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 all school i like that yeah so you know she's she's lost two and a half yeah, times. Sure, it's fine. <laughs> we, we, she yeah. she didn't hit that three yet. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I. I love politics. It's really man. fun. Um, yeah, this was a, this was a fantastic match. Uh, a real like, it was almost a clash of styles because you had like the power technician against the technical striker, and they were both using that like difference yeah. to their advantage. Like Hashimoto was throwing this woman around, and Siri was kicking the shit out of her. And it was just interesting to see that how like which style would come out on top there um i mean yeah and that that's kind of a great because i've talked about this with my my buddy who's like big on mma um big into ufc he was like yeah so like shuri phenomenal striker like even like in legitimate like you know even in a ufc fight mm-hmm. phenomenal striker but you know her her grappling was like okay so she lost you know like that that's that's what happened and shiro Hashimoto doesn't really hit you but she will grapple the fuck out of you mm-hmm. and make you die, right? Like that, and the fact that like that is so real, right? Because Shira Hashimoto is a legitimate Olympic level wrestler, amateur wrestler, and Shuri is a legitimate. Yeah, uh, yeah, she almost made the Olympics. Like, uh, and Shuri is a legitimate kickboxer who has won championships in kickboxing, has won legitimate mixed martial arts com- contests. Like the fact that that is so real, like this is what Enochism mm-hmm. was meant to be, right? Like. Like and not to not to get into like all of that, but really like this is like this was the foundation of like yeah like the best martial artists should come to pro wrestling and try to do pro wrestling at the highest degree and vice versa mm-hmm. and see how it works and that's what they did here like two phenomenal martial artists in different disciplines absolutely killed it and it was one of my favorite Definitely. matches of the night um and I mean it was really good in that it was they both have this star aura like they could have got by on just being two big stars but they they didn't you know like they yes. you know because this was a clash of like these two essentially unbeatable women which you don't always get yeah. and uh they really they really went at it then from there um and you know shuri winning was uh, the obvious angle like she we keep saying it she's the new eo shirai she is whether she's a champion or not she is the top wrestler in stardom that's like the generally accepted thing you know she's the best wrestler in the company so her fending off the outsider and you know saving that for you know whenever somebody else beats her in, in stardom is it's going to make it more important given that you know shuri just fended off this like vicious untouchable outsider um you know, it was just a nice little story for for Siri to to get not only a big singles match on this show, but also to continue building her legacy. I'm also very happy with it because um, she's in my fact in my fantasy uh oh, <laughs> roster, so she she won a she won a big match, and also 
she said that she calls out Sendai girls. She wants a team with Hashimoto as well. Um, very chill. Yeah, which means if she wrestles in Sendai girl, no, if she wrestles in Sendai girls, Sendai girls is also eligible in our fantasy. So that means I get more points for every match that Sherry wins in both Sunday Girls and Stardom. I'm fucking, like, I'm rocking with it. Even though she's not winning a championship match, which means it's kind of useless, mm-hmm. I'm happy. Okay. <laughs> this is a win. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Even though there's, like, there's like yeah, four people in Sunday Girls. I don't know what they're going to do. Tag, probably. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that would be interesting to see when they pick that up because, uh, I mean, Sherry and Hash are going to kill somebody. So, <laughs> um Next match then yeah. after that was the IWGP Women's Championship match. Mayu Iwatani beat Mercedes Money in 13 minutes. She beat her. With a two-stage dragon suplex hold. Um, all credit to Mercedes Money. Mayu beat the shit out of this woman. I have not seen Mayu yeah. do this in a long time. Like, those kicks were horrifying. <laughs> I also loved it. Because she tweeted before the match she's like i don't think you guys get it like you're gonna see a different mayu it's been a while yeah. <laughs> it's been a while i'm just like ooh, ooh, she's gonna she's gonna like hit her i didn't expect this she because she just killed this woman oh my she god absolutely like, she, like mayu is is a fucking she's like a monolith it's, it's incredible like because like you don't expect mayu to throw Shuri level kicks, and I don't use that term lightly. Like kickboxer level kicks, and she just did to Mercedes' face, like just because yeah. she she attacked her a few times. Like that's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like like she has so many gears that you forget that, and she, like her second gear is already one of the greatest wrestlers to ever live. Once she hits like that sixth, she's just she you you can't you can't contest ever. And she doesn't even do that that much. Like that's like she is she's she's my That is it. <laughs> um but I, I really enjoyed this because not only was it physical, but it just did what it needed to do, right? Like Mercedes, yeah. you know, tried to take the fight to Mayu. Mayu beat the shit out of her. Mercedes Oh, and Mercedes is a fucking selling yes, monster, she is. She's by the great. way. One of the best sellers in like Oh, easily. Um, so you had that, and then you had Mercedes getting too big for her boots, and Mayu said, "I'm done. Like I'm, I'm, I'm winning." And that's all you need. Like they told A to B, they told a very tight, efficient story. The wrestling was great, and th- that was it. Like that's all you needed. Like to me, and that's an excellent match. It was really the the Mercedes the Mercedes arc because mm-hmm. the first match with Kyrie, really great match. But it was very cute, right? And it was very American. Like it was, it was, it was a, it was an American match. Like so, they had their time. But you know, Mercedes did her WWE stuff a lot, right? And that's okay because it was a great match, regardless. It was, you know, still top ten match of the year for me. I loved it. But it, it was very specific, right? Then the Soccer Genesis match. She did Azumi's moves, basically. You know, she did high speed moves, and she didn't really have to, you know, delve into her moveset too much. And this is the first match where it's like she dove into like this like moveset that she thinks she can use to win, and she just got eaten alive. So there's room for Mercedes to like grow and improve her moveset and add more things to her thing, add more things to her to her uh, repertoire, so to speak, and. 
she already has stuff that she didn't use in this match, and there's so much potential for another match down the line where Mercedes looks even better. You know, like this was a Mayu match, quite frankly, and and some people aren't going to like that, and some people don't like that, right? Because Mercedes is Mercedes, but there's so much room for Mercedes to be the star of an even better match than this sometime sometime in the future, and this was already a really great match, so yeah. I'm very happy with it. Uh, that's one piece of news we didn't talk about is that she is relatively long term mm-hmm. as far as we know uh even though she's not like fightful says one thing oh, the way, says another like, thing she says a third every thing. word from it is and even just her herself like she, she i don't think she wants to stop <laughs> like she seems to be having the time yeah. of her life here um even after the match she just seemed so genuinely overjoyed at, at what she did um, and there was an interview that kind of went under the radar where she said a lot of similar stuff to Chris Jericho of like, I feel creatively very free. My ideas aren't being turned down all the time. I really feel like my juices are flowing here. So um, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't suspect she'll be working, you know, flashing champions or something, but I mean, there's no doubt she's, she's going to come back to stardom, um, especially considering Dave reported that this did five times more pay-per-views than usual. Um that's kind of concerning, though, I will say. Yes. Because she has every right to say, I want your entire fucking... <laughs> I, want, I, want all, all of the, I want all the horses in the back, brother. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she could... And they would be like, yeah, it's kind of yeah. fair. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, if she keeps doing business, then that's how it goes. But, like, I mean, if she, you know, did... Gave them... Brought that much business to stardom... And, she, you know, by most accounts, she was very receptive and giving a lot of ideas and she seems very into it. Then, yeah, I mean, I don't see why she wouldn't back. I, I don't know if you, I, I doubt you saw it. Um, Her, Mojo, Raleigh, and Act Yasukawa went to dinner the other incredible. day. Incredible. Like, she's, she, she's just living a, the life. Such a crazy, such a yeah. crazy amalgamation. She's having the time of her life. It's <laughs> incredible. Um, And yeah, I mean, I, I get the sense that she would want to do a lot more with stardom. Um. Especially with the wrestlers there, I can't imagine she would want to pass up a Julia match. Like they've already started building to a match with Julia. Um, can't imagine she doesn't want to wrestle Siri. Like she, you know, Siri's one of the best around. I'm sure she's aware of that. Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot of legs still to what her, she can do in Stardom. And like I said last week, her character shift was so strong. And she seems so uh, open to like showing up for you know smaller shows to build to the matches she didn't need this belt yeah like she can just attack siri I'm, and that's it you have a match it is very jericho because like he showed up on what road to yeah. destruction that one year and was like fuck evil yeah. bro i'm gonna fucking kill him because i want to beat up naito and it's like that's great like perfect like just do that like and have good matches i'm like jericho so like that's great um i i, I yeah mercedes is phenomenal i'm so happy that she is everything that we hoped she was right because if she wasn't it would be very sad yeah i mean i mean this this run has been so like fun just so fun you know and like it puts people over man like like i mean you don't know how happy i am that azumi was like the first person that she called out right because like that's my girl and like fucking i i love her to death and she's one of my favorite wrestlers like of all time so getting that rub and having a really good match with her like that's I love it, and it's perfect, mm-hmm. and I'm very happy with the Mercedes run so far. Uh, Mayu headbutted the belt <laughs> when she was give, being given it, which is great. I love was, that. Uh, <laughs> I was going to bring um, that up, actually, because I don't know why, but everything just hits different when it's Mayu. 
like I fist pumped when she won this match. Like there's just such a visceral joy to seeing Mayu succeed. Like it's like we're yeah. you know it, it, part of it is obviously she is stardom. Like we I, we say it all the time. She is stardom. Like without her, she's the one. This company is so different without her. Um, I think another part of it is just you're seeing somebody who's going to go down as one of the all-time greats add to her legacy because that's not something you get to do often i mean i we weren't alive to see the heyday of you know aja kong or manama teoda or anything like yeah. that we're here to see mayu Itani write her legacy and i think there's something to that that just feels really special um and obviously just the the built-in like enjoyment of seeing her succeed because she has been this constant underdog presence where you just want to root for her the entire time. So seeing her win is just so much more special than seeing anybody else win. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned the finishing the story bit, mm -hmm. right? Um, and for me, personally, I didn't get that much on this show because the two people who finished their story, quote-unquote, you know, I'm not super big fans of. But Mayu winning is never not fun right it, it always feels good like i like if you i get it if mayu's not your favorite wrestler in the world but if you don't like mayu i don't understand you like do you you, you yeah. get what i'm saying like that just it just doesn't make like people dislike julia people dislike tam people just like people just like azumi and i get it you know fair not your cup of tea if you don't like mayu it doesn't make sense to me like that's just that's just how i feel um and it, it did feel good. It always feels good to see Mayu win. I think the pessimist in me and like the the doomer in me uh, did take something, take a negative out of this. Is that it's like this is the last belt Mayu needed to win. Mm. There's nothing. There's nothing left, right? And that's concerning. <laughs> you know, I mean, she could she could always win another belt. Like she could always win the white belt again, and nobody yeah. would fucking care. Nobody nobody would be upset. And if they are, again don't get it nobody would be particularly upset if she won the white belt at some point again or won the red belt at some point again for that matter but it is a bit concerning <laughs> you know what i mean uh because i don't want that to be the last one I mean, you know what i mean i feel like it's inevitable that she gets a gold watch you know a red belt run to, to separate her from the rest make her the first ever three-time world champion um so I mean I would imagine that'll happen eventually. So this this is certainly not the last belt she's gonna win, but it's certainly foreseeable future the biggest moment she's gonna get. That's knock on wood. Well yeah, that's true. Um but yeah, I mean she she definitely got to finish the story. She always felt like a natural winner of this belt because she can just kind of plug in anywhere, really. Um and yeah. I, I mean we have no idea who's gonna challenge her. I was pretty sure Sari would be the first challenger, but as we mentioned earlier, she is ducking Mayu now, so that is that is off the cards. Um, so I don't know. I don't really know what where the belt goes, but it's it's in safe hands with Mayu anyway. Yeah, I I don't know what because I don't think she's going to resurgence because no. Mercedes yeah, is going to be. It's there. it's a weird one. Uh, um, the the whole expansion of Stardom. I feel like Dominion's the next spot, yeah. but the, Dominion like there's only one big show before Dominion, and they would kind of have to set something up there unless they do it on a. Excuse me, a Super Junior tour show. Super Junior finals, maybe. Like they set it up. I mean, 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. They can just announce a match. Oh, like the, I don't know the 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 expansion of Stardom is. They could really set it up odd. anywhere. It's in a really odd place. Like oh, Mercedes 100%. was meant to be the leader of it, and then they were like, "Yeah, no, actually, we're we're fine. She's gonna work one American date," and it's like, "Okay, cool." Um, to be fair, and I didn't get to talk about this yesterday, but I wanted to uh, with Scott is that I think this match got less time than it was supposed to. Um. Because, because, no, 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 for a very specific, uh, intentionally, I mean, but for a very specific reason, because they moved the matches mm-hmm. a couple days earlier, right? It used to be this was like fourth from the top or whatever, um, third from the top, maybe, and then it became second from the top. And then, and everybody was like, okay, cool, so it'll be the summer main event. And then she apparently signed an extension. Mm-hmm. I think at that moment, they thought, okay, we could run this match back it doesn't need to be 25 minutes. Yes. Oh yeah, they're doing this again. Because like Yeah, 1%. But because if you if you look at a lot of just wrestling shows in general, they usually have a steady incline of time, right? And this is the only one that like strays from that completely. 13 minutes compared to a 60 minute match before, a 70 minute match before that, 60 minute match before that, and then back to 12 for the tag match. Like this is the only match that strays from that formula. So I think they moved it up because it was a bigger deal, quite frankly. Um, but then they cut the time so that they could have more uh, leftover mm-hmm. for next time. So if if anybody, and I don't think anybody who's listening uh, cares about her, them only getting 13 minutes. But if you do, I think that's probably why is because they definitely have plans to uh, elevate the match. Yeah, the I mean, maybe historic crossover. Yeah, I could see it. Um, cool I mean... Mayu winning two, Mayu losing two years in a row, would be kind of oh, rough. If she might retain. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I assume that the dome matches the angle for Mercedes, but uh, I don't know how you get there. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's that's that one. I enjoy. I I thought it was great that they got thirteen. It was a nice, like they just told the story they needed to, and they sent it home, and Mayu beat the shit out of her. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I mean, if you bought the show just for Mercedes, I can see why you might be upset, but um. And I wouldn't buy a show for just one wrestler, but that's just me. Um, yeah, that was that match. And then we are on to the main event, the World of Stardom Championship match. Tam Nakano beats Julia in under 24 minutes with a violet screwdriver. Um, my jaw dropped what the fuck? when this, the three Dude, was counted. I wasn't looking at the fucking screen. Only you. I, I like looked at, like I saw the I saw the move I was like oh shit that's dope and I looked out my phone and then yeah. she pinned her. <laughs> my my jaw dropped. Like, I was so for, shocked. Credit to them, this match felt way shorter yeah, than twenty three minutes. It's kind of blew by. Like I think that was it. Was that that's why I was like shocked because usually a Ju- a big Julia match that's over twenty minutes you can feel it whether it's good or bad you can kind mm-hmm. of feel it. I didn't feel this at all, and that's why I was like oh. Fuck, I missed it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it um it, I I felt like the finish was coming when Julia kicked out of the uh you know tiger suplex thing. I also don't pay much attention to That's fair cuz when she kicked out of the tiger suplex I was like she might lose. And then yeah, the violet screwdriver came along and I went, "Oh shit, she's losing." But it definitely uh went from like not to 100 very quickly. Um, but yeah, like I was just shocked because even though we had said it, and when Julia won the belt, we said she could lose this in two months or two years. There's no read yeah. whatsoever on where this is going. But 
I mean, last week had me convinced that Tam wasn't going to win because they were starting her downfall. And I was like, oh, they're going to, like, you know, have the downfall and she'll come back up and she'll win it later. No, she won it here, um, which is so surprising. Which is preferable. I, I would say uh, it's preferable because I don't want to drag out the Tam sucks yeah. and then eventually well, doesn't the, suck. It's good in two, two accounts because you, know. you can do another Judy Wonder or world title run down the line and she's got a lot left in the back pocket. Um, but also it breaks that streak. Yeah. It, it adds that unpredictability because, you know, the year-long yes. red belt reigns and then you lose the GP winner had kind of gotten repetitive. Um, and now they've broken that streak and everything's a lot more interesting right now. Um, as shocked as I was, I was like, okay, like that's, you know, they've done a lot of good here. Um, the match itself, um, like it was great, yeah. but to me was not on the level of their best efforts. Um, really? Yeah, like I, I just feel like they promised, I probably preferred this one. promised a level of violence that they never delivered on. Like, I've seen the table spots. You do table spots every time, Julia. I've seen you do shoe headbutts. And th these were some nasty shoe headbutts. I will admit, one of them was sickening. The first one, yes. absolutely sickening. But every match on the show almost had a shoe headbutt. So when you're trying to sell me that this is the most violent match possible, and you're just doing shit that you've already done, it's like, okay, I like it's great, but it's not satisfying that urge for, for uh, the violence here. Um, this match gave me a spiritual awakening. Really? Um, and I I mean that in a way that probably doesn't make sense to anybody. What I mean is, I got it mm -hmm. for the first time. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna you know I know that we're approaching time, but you know I this is a big match. I think I can you know articulate a little bit. Um, for a long time, I've been trying to figure out Julia Tam. I just don't get mm -hmm. it. I never got it. From the time they started, I hated I hated the first three matches or so. Uh or the first two matches at least. The hair versus hair match was like solid. Um I didn't like their match last year. Uh you know, like it, it that's just how it works. Uh in this match, I watched it. And we were expecting that level of violence. We were expecting blood maybe. We were expecting maybe a stipulation and a prop two stipulation so that's a bit more lenient with rules and they can not a plunder match, but they could like really just like push it to another yeah. level. And they didn't do that. They started the match by grappling. <laughs> yeah. And I stared at my screen in bewilderment. Just flabbergasted. I was hoodwinked, I tweeted. <laughs> I was expecting something more than a feud between two women who, quote unquote, just don't like each other. That's all it is. And that's okay. I've been trying to figure out what this fucking feud means, why it's lasted so long, why the fuck they hate each other so much, why this is happening again for the sixth time. And during this match, when they went through all of their campy spots that they do every time, just with a different flavor to it, you know, they did they do a, a fucking pile driver onto the table one time, they throw them onto the table next time. They do a violet shooting off the ramp one time, and they do a violet sh shooting a little bit further down the ramp another time. It's the same shit. As I was watching all of these tropes and all of these campy just spots that they do every time, I realized 
that that's it. And that's okay. I don't expect much more from this. And I thought this was going to be the last Julia Tam match. So I was like, you know what? I'll enjoy this for that. Because this is the last time I'm going to see it. It's not the last time I'm going to fucking see it, Alex. <laughs> it, I, I, my world was shattered when Tam won. Not because I'm like this like Tam hater. I'm not a big fan, Tam fan, but I'm whatever. But because I realized that the story was finished, but the story wasn't over. And that sucks. Because <laughs> I don't want to see this again. <laughs> this was good. I really enjoyed this match. Probably my favorite Tam Julia match. But it's because I allowed myself to accept it for the campy shit it was and not expect much more out of it. And then they told me, Don't wait, don't worry, you're gonna get some more of it. And that's funny. I think that's yeah. I think that's a cell phone for me, and I think people can find some joy in that. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just uh it was a great match, but it was just like the standard, I guess. That was the only issue. Um and for me sometimes Julia leans way too hard into no selling. Like there was a good five minutes there where she just didn't yes. sell a single move and I was like, honey, listen. To the point where somebody somebody tweeted like Julia doesn't know fighting spirit and I was like, That's yes. we're we're doing that. <laughs> we're doing that. Really, I was like, I get it, but we're doing she really it. She really doesn't. She really just has no understanding. And it's like, Julia Queen, I love you when you were violent, but the no selling has to go. Um I will say, I've been lower on her championship reign than most people because yeah. of that. Because it's just like, it feels, not only does it feel similar to each match with certain levels of like sporadicness or like, you know, individuality, but also it's just like, it's not that intense. Like I said with the crying thing, right? If you if you have somebody cry a million times, nobody's going to cry for them. If you have Julia break somebody's back a million times, nobody's going to flinch anymore. Yeah. And like I know that that's like a deep thing that you kind of have to figure out in wrestling how to kind of like. And I'm not saying that like in the deathmatch way where it's like, oh, this is too, this is too much. It's like no, just you need to add to the game. And I'm happy that in that way, I'm happy that Julia lost the belt and kind of has to figure her shit back out because I don't think that the rain was working um, personally because the Mayukihi match was fun, but not because it was a a Julia title defense. It was because. It wasn't, okay. in fact. It was it was because it was whatever the yeah. fuck that was. Uh, the Susan match wasn't that good. Yeah. Frankly, I thought it was good, but it was like, it was fine. It's weird because like, she was she was solid. doing like the best work of her career in the lead up to winning the belt and then had an amazing title yeah. win. Um, and then, yeah, her and Suzu just did like the most paint by numbers arena made of So, yeah, I mean, I get it. And I definitely think her worst tendencies were showing here. Um, because, yeah, she's, you know, I I'm, I'm, I love Julia, but I'm more than willing to accept that she has her faults. And one of those is sometimes she just refuses to sell and think that's cool. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not into that. Um, and there was a lot of this that in this match. So, um, yeah, it was, you know, it wasn't like a, a downer or anything. It was a great match, but it was certainly far from my favorite on the show. Um, this match was like the scream of wrestling matches. I, Cause like I love screaming. I don't know what you've I been smoking, but you've been making some strange references <laughs> throughout this entire show. <laughs> like you, you just yeah, reached you an know. entire new level of zen somewhere along the way <laughs> in the past two or three this days. This match just broke <laughs> my so brain. Funny. This this show broke my brain. Like, some man. of the stuff you've uh, said is this... so hilarious. Um... But like no, like it's it's that campy shit that you kind of enjoy, but also like 
why do they keep making new ones, man? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Even though I haven't watched a new one, I'm sure it's good. I, I'm excited to see it. But like, really, like that's kind of how I feel. Is that it's like it's that it's that campy shit that you that you like that you want to see, but that it's like, oh, we still okay, cool, yeah. okay, go off. It's a match about nothing. It's like Seinfeld. I was actually going to write an article oh about God. that, about how this match is like Seinfeld. I'm not joking. This this isn't like that 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 scream one was off the dome, but I was thinking about like why I like Seinfeld and why I don't like this because they're both things about nothing. Um, but yeah, um, this show broke me. That is me. fair. Um, I where was I going to go with this? Um, <laughs> you spoke for so long that I simply lost it. Um, I do that. Yeah. Was it about the show in comparison to AJW? The thing with Tam is Sayori Anu is going to throw this woman through the barbershop window. Every time Anu shares the same space as Tam, she looks like she's holding back the urge to beat the shit out of her. So are we assuming that Anu versus Tam is the big, you know, potentially the, the Dream Queendom match? Is Tam holding it that long? Is that the type of champion Tam no. is? No. Wait. See, that's the beauty of this. Because the Mina Reign, I don't expect to go past the five-star, quite frankly. And I know you push back on that a lot. But, like, she's getting a defense next week. She'll get a defense two weeks after that. She could lose it V3, V4. V4. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not unrealistic. With Tam, I don't fucking know. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I don't know who wins it from her. I don't know when. I don't know if it's going to take a year. I don't know if it's going to take a month and a half. Like, she might she might V0 for... I mean, she won't. But it's possible. I mean, look at what they did to fucking Naito. Like, he beat Kenta, and then COVID happened, and then he lost to Evil. Like, he defended the belt, like, twice yeah. at most. Or something crazy like that. And Tam is supposed to be Stardom's Naito type of thing. So, it could it could be absolutely nothing. Um, or it could last until next All-Star. Uh I don't yeah. know. With Mina, I feel like I feel like I I feel like okay, I'm excited to see who can beat her, but I feel like it's not going to last mm-hmm. too long. With Tam, it it could end in two weeks or it could end a year and a half from now. Same Tam, with Julia. I feel like twelve months is the cap. I feel like either An- yes, Anu I mean, beats her or like Utami at the next, you know, whatever this show is going to be called next year. I should give it to Utami. I feel like it's, it's Utami, it to Utami. Um, because her and her and Tam have been wrestling a lot in tournaments but they've always had draws and so gutami be challenging tam and taking the belt off no no i can't remember but you know like they've they've been a tournament exclusive feud yes yeah they've still got a big match in them and i think gutami has been waiting long enough Utami julia could could develop into like it could be Utami to julia Utami julia is the big one um so i i suspect either like sayori anu beats her or Tammy beats her, and at the most, it will be until this, whatever the equivalent of this, you know, All Star Grand Queendom is next year, because they've called it different names every year. Oh well, no, they've only drawn once. Really? Utami beat her in the five star yeah. last year. Uh, Tam beat her in the five star okay. the year before, and Utami that was uh, her debut match. Um, that Utami beat Tam, <laughs> like her, her second right. match ever. Okay. She beat Tam. That was so they've got a fairly even record anyway, and. They've... Yeah. So yeah, I, I would suspect Utami might be the one to take it off Tam and uh, Anu will be like one of the big defenses because uh, I mean they've they've not been shy about uh, Anu not liking Tam so uh, 
that's that's just seems interesting. Yeah, I am in hell because the the astronauts are never going to yeah. subside. Yeah, it's it's their world and we're living it. I mean, Meltier released their album and they both won belts and uh, that's how that works. That's so dumb. I can I Natsupoi winning is <laughs> you like, leave Natsupoi alone. I swear to God. We'll no, I I enjoy we'll Natsupoi you. match. I enjoy Natsupoi matches. What does she know about winning in 2023? This, this she is doesn't. Disgraceful. Like... <laughs> this is horrendous. Um. Anyway, we've gone for a long time. There's like there are f- <laughs> there's one, two, three, four, five, six, se- seven shows in the next ten days. So um, um, we're gonna have to record early again next week to do the pay per view. Lovely. Um. All right. Well, we're 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 gonna figure that out. And um, we could just do the weekend show, like yeah. the shows that are left yeah, in April. Okay. Um, excuse me. It disconnected and reconnected. Oh. We're good. Um. All right. Yeah. The the recording thing is getting a bit weird. Um. So we should probably we should probably quit <laughs> it. Um. Rush yes. to finish. Um. Uh, but anyway, All Star Grand Queendom 2023. What a show! Amazing night. Uh, even if we have our reservations, there was so much amazing wrestling. It, it's hard not to love it. Oh yeah, like like I said, I didn't get that Sonata moment that I got at Sakura Genesis, but like I tried to compare the two, and I was like, this show is just too good, yeah. man. <laughs> like I I can't be like, oh, but you know, I got to see Sonata win, like that was dope. It's like, but every sh- match on this show, Dylan, like it doesn't really work like that. <laughs> so yeah, great show. Yeah, it's probably gonna go down show of the year if the five star final isn't. Yeah, like literally the greatest. Which it show probably of all won't because it's in the Yokohama Budokan, which is an insanely weird decision. Strange. We choice. do not have time to. Dig I feel into like Oda Ward would be a better. Yes. And they're opening the tournament yeah. at Oda Ward, so it's 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 equally weird. Bizarre. Um, but yeah, before this recording thing cuts out on us, uh, we it is time to close the show. We will be back next week to talk all of Golden Week and Jumbo Forever, uh, which is the Wave X Road show. Oh, we didn't even preview these shows, goddamn! Yeah, we we can't. It's it's uh, the recording thing is not is not going well. Um, anyway, if you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Suzuki and Mayu versus Seven Up. Ijo.